Okay, you ready? Yeah, I've been ready. One take one. Breaking news. What? JoJo Siwa brought Avery to Disney World. Who's that? Her new... Who's that? Is this like the fourth or fifth did she goes public so fast or is this no, not public this is public this is public they were just friends before and now they're a fish okay but it's like a it's big it's like lesbian gate 2022 the public relationships with her move quick though like i she- think it's like the same two girls so far oh yeah oh yeah but um avery just posted a tiktok or an instagram or something saying i hope i'm the last girl you ever bring to disneyland what the fuck are you complaining about the pp oh is that jizz no, I think it's like gum that then got what the hell? Oh, that's shit. jizz. You can't say that's gum. <laughs> you think I'm jizz? I haven't worn this since last Halloween, probably. Yeah, probably. When would have I had time to jizz on it? Last Halloween. That's you why th- it's so dry and crusty you and think hard. It's like my jizz rag. Probably. Or- okay. It could be anyone's jizz rag. I don't know with you. Okay. <laughs> well, hello, you guys, and welcome, welcome to back another to another episode. Of well, this is the sip. Thanks for joining. I'm Ryland Adams, of course, with. Lizzie Gordon. Hello. Hi. We're back, you guys. Hey, mama. One of us is covered in jizz. One of us got a bolder lip. I did get a bolder lip. It's pretty fall. It is, huh? Fall chic. It's two different colors, and I was worried you were going to say, it looks like your lips are outlined in poo-poo. Oh. oh, So I need to rub this in. Is that... What was... I had that problem with the Kardashians, Yeah, I did a brown exterior and like a brick tan interior. Okay. You do look like Katie Heron before the glow up in Mean Girls. I feel like I'm a little glown up. I know, but I'm just saying like... I just... Well, here's the deal. I didn't want to get dressed. So he brought out two shirts as options for him. And I said, you wear this one and I'll wear this one. I don't think we match. These are clashing fall colors. I'm more Halloween. You're more fall. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) I feel like it is what it is. Well, do you want to talk about... um, how far how far how hard it is how far finding we out you're not a part of your own community yes dude it was hard today it was hard so we went to lunch and i got these fried pickles which were that's all lizzie thinks and talks about there are three reasons i come to colorado and the first of which is you the second you. of which is the sip the third of which is those motherfucking crispy fry pickles i think dude. it's in reverse order but that's fine it's definitely pickles for it i just didn't want you to feel bad <laughs> i already know that that's what you're coming to colorado for i used to come to colorado before i even knew the pickles existed they're pretty good i didn't know that you had such a uh uh heat resistant tongue yeah all, all i do is eat scalding they hot shit come right out of the fryer yeah. I wait five minutes because I know I have a sensitive tongue and I still burnt my tongue, which ruined the rest of my lunch. Oh. And Lizzie had started eating them immediately. Eating them like they were like going to be taken from me if I didn't consume and them fast And she's fine. Enough. Yeah. Every time she considers. I burnt my fingers. Honestly, it was hard to hold them. Oh, so your fingers aren't as strong as your tongue. No. Wow. I think I have the opposite problem. Yeah. But it's because I'm constantly eating scalding hot shit because it's like mm. I need it. The food there's delicious. I'm still like watering at the mouth just thinking about Dude, what I had. Dude, reading that menu, I was just like... And we didn't even know there was breakfast at that joint. I don't even think we know the name of that joint. No, it's like B... I think it's Black Hoss. House. Hoss. Whatever it is, it's great. So good in, on Main Street in Parker. It's delicious. It's delish. And we're recording on a Sunday, which is new for us. New for us. We're discovering new things. Like there's a farmer's market in Parker. Mm-hmm. And we missed it because we were a little too late. <laughs> and then we discovered this place has brunch. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, was the menu incredible. I, I like yawning because I'm so full. <laughs> <sighs> but no, that shit hit. Yeah, Lizzie's wondering. She got so full, she got sick, of course. Which is like, <laughs> every time nightmare. I eat with her, Lizzie gets sick. And then she blames it on my driving. And I said, you were sick before I started driving. And she goes, well, it seems like it could be both. And then she goes, I wonder if the pickles would taste as good coming up as they were coming. <laughs> 
No, I said I bet they would. I don't even. Oh. I'm not even curious about it. I know for a fact those pickles would taste just as good coming back. And up. while we were sitting there, every time she contemplates, could I travel with these? And I go, if you do, just air fry them when you get home. And while you're on the plane, be courteous enough to put them in a Ziploc bag so the stench is isolated. No. And she said, absolutely not. It's already stinky enough on those it's a, planes. It's a stank ranking. And I just thought. How like that's the etiquette I'm talking about. You got to be nice to those smelling around you. Nobody wants to smell pickles in an airplane. Yeah, that's totally fair. But I feel like in an airplane, those fried pickles would be a welcome smell in comparison to the other shit that's going on. Depends on who you are. Dude, someone on the airplane today was watching something on their phone with no headphones. I was like, what? The audacity. Like while in motion? Yeah, I was like, what is this? The DMV? Wow. Yeah. I tried going to the DMV the other day and they were appointment only. So oh. I had to leave. Damn, sorry. While we're on airports, do you want to go into what has become a recurring segment of airport horror stories? Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily a horror story. Okay. But it is like a come the fuck on, dude, story. Okay. So at the airport this morning. It's always them, not her. No, it is. Honestly, <laughs> it is. And it's shocking how often it's them. They are the common denominator. <laughs> Um, so like the more and more I realize that it's like TSA doesn't know dick about fuck. Mm. Like they're nothing and no one. Whoa. Honestly. I mean, it is a tedious, hard job. I can't imagine having to encounter that. But look at the, like the caliber of the person who's doing it. It's like, I don't know. My guy. I don't know if that's a blanket statement. I mean, I like, I mean, at least at Burbank and Denver airport, I can tell you the TSA is subpar. Okay. I, I go there a lot. That, the service is fine. I don't think you can make blanket statements about the type of people that are TSA. No, I'm not talking about the type of person that is TSA. I'm talking specifically about those on shift at these two specific locations. Okay, it's always the not De- great. Well, no, the Denver airport keeps it moving. Mm-hmm. I lo- like at fucking Burbank, I'm just like, why are you in your own way? And then why are you a bitch to me because you're in your own way? I hate the power tripping sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you encounter somebody who's really just on a power trip. So this woman's wearing a mask. Oh, also like, I know I'm not supposed to have anything in my pockets, but it's also five o'clock in the morning, literally. So I think in my mind, yes, I've taken all of the shit out of my fucking pockets before I go through that x-ray machine. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So if something bings in there, it was a goddamn accident. Right. I know I did not knowing and willfully go through the fucking machine with shit in my pockets, bitch. I'm not trying to slow up my day or yours or any of these fine people's. So I go through and like, first of all, when I get in, she's wearing a mask and she's mumbling and whisper talking in one of the loudest places in the world. You know what I'm saying? She's like, and I I literally turn and I go, what? And she goes, I said, don't move. We're going to have to do it again. And I'm just like, okay, bitch, let's do it again then. You know what I mean? And like, I do it again. And again, she goes, whispering. I'm just like, not moving. I'm like, what? Like, speak up. I'm like five feet away from you. You're mumbling in a loud place with a mask on. Like, I can't hear you. Uh And every time she's just mumbling. And it's like, I know you can talk loud because you're talking loud to chastise me after I can't hear you. Speak up. What? And so like, so we do that three times. She's super fucking annoyed with me. And I'm like, I wouldn't, this wouldn't be fucked up if you didn't keep mumbling. The second I get set in my spot, I'm moving to fucking hear you. Then I get out. She goes, you have something in your pockets. And I go, I don't know. And I look in my pockets and I go, yeah, I guess I do have these headphones in my pocket. She's like, well, I'm gonna have to frisk you now. And I'm like, all right, dude, have at it. I don't fucking care. She's like, I'm gonna have to put these through the conveyor belt. And it's like, all right, put my headphones through the conveyor belt. <laughs> Cause I'm hiding blades in those tiny little pods. Yeah. Put them through the fucking conveyor belt, bitch. So she puts him back through and she's like, can I do it out here? Or do you want to do it in private? And I'm just like, Whoa. I don't care. Just fucking pat me down, dude. Like, let's get this moving. And then she starts patting me down and she told him, this wouldn't happen if you hadn't had those in your pockets. It's like, okay, dude, again, 
I wasn't trying to fuck up anybody's day here. It was a mistake <laughs> that these headphones were in my pocket. Why are you being a weird, nasty bitch to me while you're touching my cookie? Yeah. She touched your cookie? They have to. Wow. Yeah. Like, and can you... Okay. They like... So, like, cookie, they just brush like this over your whole... Ooh, yeah. That's some excitement for 5 a.m. I mean, I don't know. It was enraging because it's like I'm coming off a pap smear. Like, I don't really want to be touched right now by another stranger. Uh-huh. It was awful. Wow. And then you get on the plane. So, I've been booking flights through United. Yeah. Um, Cause they have the perfect time frames that are actually the cheapest options for me to do these day trips. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, they, you, you have to pay extra for a better quote, better seat. Yeah. And then they have some that are unlisted, which the assumption is it's because they're someone sitting there. So they have only available for the price ticket, like as I go with just whatever the price of the ticket is. Cause I don't fucking care. Like I'm, yeah, it's a two hour flight. I'm dead anyways. And I get a middle seat. Because it's the only open option that's not twenty eight to sixty dollars more expensive. Yeah. Which multiply it's not that much money, but still it's an unnecessary expense, in my opinion. Which thank you. But wh- honestly, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I was going somewhere else and it was for another reason, I'd probably get the fucking comfortable seat. But it doesn't oh, matter. Well, then you can. It doesn't matter, because okay, get this. Right, okay. They're telling me well, usually I can get a window seat like that and it's not a problem. Yeah. But this time they said only middle seats. And I was like, that's fucking weird. So I'm like, whatever. I book a middle seat. I get on the plane. There are multiple rows with nobody in them. So I got a whole row to myself. I just got up and moved. Wow. Yeah. And some idiots paid extra for those seats. <laughs> I mean, because United's running that's a scam. Always the case. No, but United literally says they're unlisted. They're like, they've been selected so that you have to either get the middle seat or pay more for well, a nicer seat. And they're scamming you. It's a threat up front. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you're not going to get a great seat unless you pay for the seat. When well, the reality, seats aren't even different. They're just isolating them and saying you can't have them. But you can buy the nice seats. No, they uh, they made it look like none of the other ones were available. And then they only had upgrade options for seats that are usually just the bare price, right. which I usually book. And I know because I do this like three times a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like, wow, you shady fucks. I got a whole seat to my a whole aisle, whole row. Suck on that, United. Wow. Teach you to rub my cookie. Hmm. Hmm. Did we ever get to... Uh, the ginger ignoring me? Yeah. No. Tiny baby boy, <laughs> after lunch, we're walking by. I say, Ryland, distract the dad. I'm going to grab that little ginger boy and he's going to be my son. And at this point, I'm on board. Like, I'm going to raise him with you, so it's fine. <laughs> like, we, we're plotting this together. Watch your kids. Hide your kids, especially your ginger kids, because we are going to snatch the motherfuckers And up. this was like... A uh, ginger, ginger god, like a wow. tiny little fire engine he boy, has, and like his dad had dressed him very cute. He had high top Nikes yeah. on. He was a cutie. And Lizzie's like, as soon as the dad turns around, Lizzie's like, plans in action. She's like, hi. He I goes, go hi. He goes, Daddy told me not to say hi to crazy ginger ladies because they're gonna snatch me. And I said, whoa. He is eloquent for a two year old. He didn't talk to us, <laughs> but he didn't look her way. And I said, wow. Must hurt your feelings to be rejected from a group you thought you were a part of. And then I saw a Jeep and I said, yeah, like when we had a Jeep, all other Jeep owners would wave at me when I would pass. <laughs> so then I thought it would be the same when we got a Tesla. And I was like, okay, so I'm like driving my Tesla and I see the next, the first Tesla I pass. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're like family. Like we're part of this. <laughs> we're like part of, uh, like you say, pride your in your, yeah, yeah. your community of like electric yeah. vehicles. And I wave and the other person is like, I go, oh. Okay. I go, oh. This isn't the community I thought it was. He really said, oh. 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 Swerve. Damn. Sorry about that, buddy. It's okay. I'll wave at you from Joe's Tesla. Thanks. Yeah. Not all redheads love you. Not all Tesla owners love me. Well, you know, and that's fucked up because, like, there's strength in ginger numbers. 
So I don't know. Hmm. If you're a ginger and you see a ginger, say hey. Oh, do you want to talk about how jealous you were of me this weekend? Excuse me? Those were the verbatim the words you used. Oh, because you get to hang out with your mom and go to the movies? Well, not only that, but because I went on a fall hike. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't jealous of you. What? No, I was jealous of your brother and Stacy. Because they got to hang out with me? Yeah, on a hike. Oh. Sad. It's about me. Yeah. <laughs> it's always about you, bro. I love no, but you. what I did think was cute was when I had gotten in the car, Stacy had told me something that had completely turned her day around that was directly in relation to something you had shared on the podcast. And I thought, wow, she really is changing lives. Oh, wait. Now I'm a little upset. Why? Because was it the podcast? What podcast? It was something. It wasn't my vlog. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Stacy wasn't talking about my vlog. She probably watches the vlog too. But this was because podcast. You specific? repeated the same exact story. Because I the... don't. Not much happens in my life. Wow. <laughs> anyway, it was the just for today, which Lizzie has been using to turn around her mindset and mood. Mm -hmm. And she said, "Do you remember what she said? Her just for today was because yeah. then Stacy goes, you know what? I should implement the just for today in my life as well.'" Yes. So I'm looking for the message and also reading every other text message yeah, I've ever seen in the past I'm 10 looking. years. Hold on. I got to scroll through my You're pictures to get me. there. We'll be there someday soon, guys. You know, you can just hit albums to get to the bottom of You're it. You're crazy. This is one way to do it. Okay. Come on. We're so close. Come on, Lizzie. Stop. We're in my Vegas trips. Okay. We're at the base. So Stacy, my beautiful friend said, I have a story for you. I've been doing the just for today thing a bit. This morning I felt not great and I told myself just for today I'm going to choose to believe in myself, which is beautiful. And then the universe gave me a test. I got a flat tire an hour away from home by myself and I almost started crying, but I remembered my task for the day and I changed the tire myself. What was the task for the day again? Uh, just for today I'm going to believe in myself. Yes. And so she thought my brother was on an important work call. He didn't know exactly that it was an emergency that yeah. she was calling and she was an hour away as she said mm -hmm. getting her hair done and she didn't know she had a flat tire so she drove away from mm. where she was at oh bummer and so she was isolated with a flat tire and she was like well i don't know what to do and then when she remembered that what she had set her intention yeah. from from this thing that you had implemented she thought you know what i can change the tire yeah and she successfully got her spare tire her tire off and the spare tire on and i thought wow that's big because that's fucking crazy i can't i no i'm like oh i would Stacey, i would have cried you didn't get that from me you got that from yourself girl because i would have been on the side of the road fucking just playing dead waiting for help you know what i'm saying scream crying shitting myself no no that's what i would have been doing i just would have given up like well that's the same that's the equivalent of me for shitting myself i know but that's like a big feat to no jack it's a your huge car deal up. and yeah. i just thought wow when you're determined the things you can do i think when in doubt i'm gonna try to stacy out that's the next thing that's the next slogan when in doubt stacy out look it's at this coming full circle wow and now now the the student has become the master what could you do if you believed in yourself <sighs> wow that gave me chills <laughs> I'm asking myself. I just start crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of the throat that made me laugh harder. Gosh, I was really going somewhere with this. I was segueing into something and now I forgot. Because of the throat cackles. Mm. <sighs> oh, I remember. So it's nearly or our two year anniversary. It's like up right, for debate. Who could ever really say? <laughs> like I saw some edits from people that were very kind and saying like two year anniversary. Yeah. And I thought, hmm. 
What does that mean? What does that mean? Is it when we premiered? Well, who would know? Well, why don't we know? I don't know. Is I know we're we? not at 100 episodes yet. No, but also 100 episodes means nothing because apparently a year is 52 weeks. Well, if you do every week, there's 52 weeks in a year. Right. So if we did, and we always take like two weeks off at Christmas, but we're... No, we're, we take a week off at Christmas. We usually take four weeks off total all year. Okay, look at us go. Yeah. Um, And so that got me thinking like, well, I've been kind of burnt out when it comes to a lot of things. Same. And especially... The podcast, like, and it's not just because of our podcast, but because, like, I'm also doing Shane's podcast right yeah. now, and six episodes tended like roughly a week, it's a lot, or a month is a lot. It's more than two a week, and so I've been feeling like this, like, oh my gosh, what? How am I going to? And it's less of like the actual recording; it's more of like the edit, the exercise mm-hmm. of the whole process of like the editing, the thumbnailing, the uploading, the audio, the the video, the titles, the descriptions, the ads. It is a lot of work, mm-hmm. and so like I was like starting to get to this point where I like felt like I was being ungrateful about the podcast, kind of banging my head on the wall. And then like a few things happened to lead us to a place where we didn't upload an episode a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you know it really warmed my heart and kind of turned all of it around for me what is seeing all of the people that talked about like how it's built into their routine and oh, they, they were sad there us. wasn't an episode yeah and them saying like how we're a part of their day or at what point in their day we're a part of and how we're implemented in their routine i thought wow you know this really is like something so uniquely special that we've built that you guys have supported that is such a a, community a community and as we're coming up on 100 episodes which is a big deal it's a lot of big deal big deal It's a big deal pickle. Is that the kind of deal I it's say the, it is? No, yeah, but you just said deal right when you said a big deal pickle. Oh, but you usually say big deal. See, I I don't even know how or when I'm saying something wrong. And mill. Whatever. It's okay. Anyways, I wanted to wrap it around to you, and I know it's premature to celebrate 100 episodes, but I am so grateful for what you guys have allowed us to be able to do for a job, and it kind of reset my mind in thinking. It was never that I, like, didn't like the podcast. It's that, like, you everyone gets burnt out yeah. at a point where it's just, like, I feel like I'm on a never-ending oh, treadmill. and you know me. I'm always like, no, 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 we're doing it no matter what. We're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. And, like, last week I was like... Yeah, we just can't do this. We just can't do it this week. We can't do it. We just can't do it. But it was a little break I needed, mm-hmm. and it honestly gave me like a, a a reasoning in which, and again, it has nothing to do with the podcast. It no. has everything to do with me and feeling overwhelmed and trying to take on so much. But anyways, yeah, this is the funnest job I've ever had in my entire life. It is very fun. The two like, of us honestly, get to sit down together and be BFFs and talk shit about each other. Yeah, it's like <laughs> something I want to do even after everything. You know what I mean? Always and forever. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun thing we get to do here. Where's it? Can you believe it? No, I can't. Stupid, huh? Yeah. It's insane. Very crazy. I love it. Me too. Hmm. Well, that was sweet. That was sweet, wasn't it? Do you, are we kissing? <laughs> On the lips? Or should we do that on the 100th episode? That's our 100th episode thing. 104th episode? Do you think I can slip it into? No. (laughs) Should we do it on the 104th episode? Because that's two years. Oh. We'll talk about it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to keep talking about myself, but should I keep talking about myself? Yeah, what were you going to say? Well, I have... Okay. Two things I can pick from. (laughs) Snapchat stars and Snapchat scandals. Or my honey animal update. What's a Snapchat star? I just say like... Well, Shane's been Snapchatting a lot, so I call him a Snapchat S-T-A-R. It's like a Snapchat star. Mm -hmm. They call Snapchat, the actual platform calls their users Snap stars. 
Like that's what they call it when you're like a right. verified creator. Like pop star. And so like Snapchat's really like coming around. They're like reinventing the game for creators. And a lot of creators are going over to Snapchat because Snapchat is trying to make it worthwhile. They're like trying to innovate ways to make creating exciting for creators. Mm-hmm. Like they're making what is Instagram stories potentially monetizable, mm-hmm. which I'm shocked Instagram hasn't done that already. It kind of feels like Instagram is just like a bed shitter. <laughs> it's because and it's honestly it's probably because it got bought by Facebook Meta. Yeah. Like face like no offense but like a reptilian like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't understand the human condition or what compels a person to enjoy scrolling. Yeah. And it, like infiltrating my feed with bitches I don't know all the time does not make me want I don't want to look at a fucking so stranger annoying. all the time. No. I don't I want to look at the people I follow. Yeah. So, you know, figure it out, Mark, you little lizard. So, anyways, we're on Snapchat all the time. Well, Shane, even more so than me, but I'm like kind of daily unedited vlogging on Snapchat and it's been very fun. But I had a little bit of a snap scandal, might you say. Why? So, you know, well, I had a bad relationship with Snapchat. You know, it's how my nudes got leaked. Oh, I didn't know it, that. You didn't? No. I was working at Clever at the time. Who were you sending? Like, were you just... You so, keep... right when Shane and I had started to date, oh. I didn't realize... I was snap stupid. I didn't realize every snap you took and sent, yeah. although it expires after somebody opens it, it saves in your, like, sent snaps. So, there's, like, a portal inside of Snapchat that all the stories or snaps you've sented exist in a library for you. And... Shane was on his book tour. I was going out of town and I was sending nudes to Shane. I feel like when you start dating somebody, it's like something people do, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe nowadays it's a little bit different because more people have, have had mishaps with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have like, this was like before two-step verification was a thing. A, like, it, no, it was a thing, but it wasn't super prominent all over the place. And somebody had hacked my Snapchat. I was taking off on a plane. I get a call from Shane right before the plane takes off, and he's like, "You knew it's circulating." And I was like, "Well, I'm about to lose service for three hours, so oh, uh, good luck to me." And yeah, somebody had hacked my Snapchat and then posted the snaps that I had sent to Shane publicly. Was and it then raw dick or was it like dick and panties? No, dick, dick. Damn. My face wasn't in it. I've never seen them. It was from here down. Well, thank you very much. I wouldn't look. I think it's fucked up when people look at shit that's been unintentionally leaked. Outside of that, though, my Snapchat was something I used in my early 20s. So now to send dick pics, having open Snapchat again and we're like in we're like posting on Snapchat. Shane actually has access to my Snapchat account like he can post for me. It's like this feature that they have because they have like celebrities doing this. So Mm -hmm. like if you have a celebrity client walking a red carpet and I'm your assistant, I can be taking Snapchats and uploading them in real time from my phone. Nice. And so like Shane has that for me. So, like, if he has a funny picture he wants to post of me, he can. But then I think he has, like, access to my Snapchat. And I got somebody that I was following that had messaged me. And it was, like, a guy's name. And I had opened it. And I think that then he had saw I would opened it. And the guy had said, hey, cutie, to me. So, Shane was like, are you messaging guys on Snapchat? Like, are you pulling an Adam oh Levine? Oh, my God. And my heart started are going, you? like, no, I would no. I'm like I'm on social media. I'm not du- like first of all, if I'm gonna cheat on somebody, I'm gonna break up with them first. Like okay. that is hands down how I feel about like like my relationship is good. But aside from that, if it was bad, my moral compass tells me that you should break it off instead of. I know yeah. it's not always like like I guess cheating can get messy and situations happen without whatever. But I do think like if you're going to do something, mm-hmm. you should 
have the respect for your person to break up with them first. Yeah, because obviously you don't respect your relationship, so, and so you don't want to be in it. Yeah, and I guess some people's situations deter them from doing that. Anyways, this is all outside of that. It was just still like just some stranger to said hey a to message. You. Well, and I don't know if it was somebody I had messaged when I was twenty because they were my friend. Like the, oh, the general, you know them? No, I don't know them, but they were my friend on Snapchat because so i don't know if i was like promiscuous on snap in my early 20s you don't know well i'm i'm sure i was i was like how do you not remember because i was it wasn't that long ago i'm 32 and i was promiscuous you're 30 am i 31 i think you're 31 i'm 31 and i was (laughs) ultra promiscuous like 19 to 21 or 22 Mm -hmm. so it's a very long time ago it's 10 years and i was acting out on all platforms you know like i wasn't it wasn't <laughs> and exclusive. out in the streets yeah that's what i mean like yeah. i was like using platforms to meet up in real life so yeah. it wasn't exclusive to anything no but then i just got so scared i did open it and i saw it and then i was like <gasps> and then after shane saw it i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> so wait wait you saw it first mm-hmm. and did not tell shane yeah, why would I tell Shane that so somebody then, messaged me, hey, cutie? So then, I'm not replying to it. So then Shane opened it on his own and saw it that and it came said, hey, to cutie. you. But I didn't reply to her anything. Right. But then I was like. But it said scene on it. Uh-huh. Oof. Man. And then I just unfriended him because I have no business with somebody that's trying to flirt. I mean, I also don't. Well, I guess he was like my friend to be able to get into my DMs. But that's no different, in my opinion, than somebody like coming un announced into my dms flirting with me right it's not like i'm engaging in the behavior no. or do i want to engage people in come the into your dms and flirt with you um i don't know no one's flirting with me are you sure do you Pretty go sure. into like your second requests i feel like a majority of the people that interact with me anywhere is women i have extreme dm anxiety so i don't you don't even look i don't like to engage i honestly don't really look at my restricteds all that often unless i've like posted something where i do want to see what people have said or if you've asked a question yeah, or a prompt or yeah. yeah so anyways that's my snapchat scandal damn that made me uncomfortable uh, it makes me uncomfortable too yeah also it's just so sl- like that is something i don't under- understand like we were talking about in last week's episode just like messaging people on social media when you're a social media personality or you're like adam levine's a celebrity it's just like that is messy beyond belief yeah mm. i would it's like it's weird weird it's like snapchatting doing something illegal mm. like why would why are you doing that what do you mean just literally posting and on a public forum that you're doing something wrong oh right yeah yeah giving a stranger who owes you nothing mm. ammunition against you when you have everything to lose silly goose shit today's podcast is sponsored by mint mobile and after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers if we've learned anything it's that there's always a catch so when i first heard that mint mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month i thought what's the catch but after talking to them and actually using their service it's all made sense because there isn't one mint mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only so they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. They actually sent me a wireless plan to test and try out before talking to all of you. I put it into one of my previous iPhones and so now I'm rocking two phones, but I have to say my Mint Mobile is incredible. The service I get outweighs my current provider, so much so that I'm thinking of switching over even though I'm in a long ancient family plan. It seems to still financially make the most sense. So for anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. They give you the best rate whether you're buying for one or for a family and it meant 
families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. So to get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com sip. That's mintmobile.com sip. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com sip. There's nothing worse than a beautiful shoe that gives you blisters that feels like they made it to hurt you. And that is why I love being sponsored by Rothy's because they make beautiful, versatile shoes that are both stylish and feel comfortable. Their signature seamless knit designs look and feel great right out of the box with no break-in period. And I couldn't forget to mention that People Magazine did award the best flat to Rothy's the point and flat for their first ever style awards in 2021. You may have heard of the point and flat from Rothy's, but they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and so many more. Lizzie and I both got ours. We were sending each other pictures and videos of the unboxing, and oh my gosh, they're so comfortable. They're gorgeous, and I cannot wait to get my hands on a second pair. Their wide variety of styles are great for fall and winter, so you never have to worry about getting a brand new shoe every season. The best part is everything Rothy's makes is better for our planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. I love my Rothy's so much. I think they're a great gift to give your boyfriend, your dad, your uncle, and grab a pair for yourself while you're at it because they're beautiful and comfortable and good for the environment. So to get stylish shoes that are versatile and durable enough to wear all the time, go to rothys.com slash the sip to get $20 off your first purchase. That's $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash the sip. Well, did you have any more updates? I don't want to bulldoze the episode. I honestly don't recall and I can't see far enough to understand what our little... Well, I don't have anything here specifically from you. Oh, mm-hmm. you wanted, you brought in the one chip challenge. Oh, that could be like an iced topic, iced tea topic. Yeah. So do you know what the one chip challenge is? No. So the one chip challenge is people are like special ordering like the world's hottest potato or uh, tortilla chip. Like the hottest pepper chip you could find in the entire world. Special ordering it. Yeah, you've, you. they only will sell you one at a time because it's so hot. Where do you get it from? On the internet. And so, did they, you get you, one for us? Fuck no. Well, then why are we talking about it? Because I want to talk about how fucking stupid it is. People are calling 911 and getting carted off in an ambulance after the fact. That's how fucking hot it is. This guy ate a whole one and the challenge is, I guess, to wait to see how long you can go before you like drink milk or like have yogurt or something to like chill out. Mm. But this guy, like posted one and he's like i think i'm gonna faint and he has to like sit down and he's sitting on the floor eating his he's like i feel like my face is exploding I'm like also think about how that shit's gonna feel coming out because the, the ambulance can't do anything for you see i understand the i guess you would call it desperation because i have part- you were around when i participated in something similar which is the ten thousand calorie challenge right. and the and reason I think you filmed me doing the cinnamon challenge <laughs> yeah and that's like you do those things for what you know, I mean, like, I just I did the cinnamon challenge because I was like, these people are fucking pussies. And then I did. It, I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. And then I found out people do do die doing the cinnamon challenge. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I am interested in this tortilla chip, though. Don't you fucking dare me. I mean, if you did do that for some on some Snapchat shit like that's fucking stupid. I know. It just sounds intriguing. I haven't seen any of them, so I don't know. You feel like challenge accepted? Kind of. Don't do it. 
It's stupid. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm like teetering the line of is it desperate because you're like doing it for attention or is it people doing it because they want to actually experience the experience? I don't think anybody wants to experience the experience. I think it's on some like my dick is bigger than your dick shit. Well, without having seen it, I kind of do want to taste the flavor. I don't think it has a flavor. It just burns. Like it's like eating like 10 jalapenos raw. No, worse. Wow. Ghost peppers. Okay. Ugh, I wish I hadn't told you about it. No, I'm not really. Find Rylan on Snapchat really. eating a one chip. Oh, I <laughs> doing guess a one I chip challenge. Okay, yeah, maybe. No. Okay, how much did they cost? No. <laughs> I like. I'm gonna put a parental lock on your fucking Instagram searches now. Uh, oh, we gotta stop. Oh, see you later. <laughs> okay, I thought I would give a little bit of a honey update because it's the only place I have talked about like what honey's going mm-hmm. through. And I still see a lot of people being like, why is she still in a cone? What's she still doing in a cone? And I had told on another episode of the podcast that it, uh, what she did have a mast cell tumor. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. And so she had to get it removed. They didn't remove it all the first time. So she got to heal for two weeks and be coneless. But then she did have to go back in and get another su- surgery to remove the rest of it and now after that has been removed she was in a cone for another two weeks and then it scabbed this time Mm -hmm. so now like the scab itches so when i take the cone off she itches the scab and then it bleeds and then i freak out the wounds reopen so then i have put the cone back in so now it's been like three weeks of her in a cone and i'm hoping i'm gonna get to take it off soon but the good news is i do believe that they had gotten the circumference of the mast cell and the cancer itself and it mm-hmm. was isolated to the one spot the the cancer specialist did say that there was like the tiniest bit on the cartilage of her ear that they would not be able to get unless they removed it completely but she M- said removed the ear completely mm-hmm, but she said it's such a small percent of actual cells Mm -hmm. and so isolated that she said there's less than a five percent chance of it spreading or becoming worse and to just bring her in every like two months to see if like anything has grown Mm -hmm. so she said it was great positive news so i just have to believe that that's what it is yeah because she said honestly it's probably even less than a five percent chance that anything would come from that and their recommendation was hard of leaving it as it is okay so i mean i guess a positive update and i feel comfortable about it they kind of really walked us through the process and she's doing good she has like high energy Mm -hmm. none of that has ever affected kind of how she's been day to day and because it was a low grade which means that it's not progressed beyond a sort of superficial lump on the on the body correct yeah yeah and so they said the only way that the only reason you need to be concerned in the future is if you see another one either in the same spot or a different spot completely and now that we know her body can produce that we just need to be hyper aware Mm -hmm. of checking all of the spots that could potentially um have lumps or bumps and for all of you out there too like psa be checking your dogs because before i had a dog that had that i wasn't like super like i feel my dogs all the Mm -hmm. time because they're always laying next to me i'm petting them i'm seeing them but like even the one in honey's ear was so hidden that Mm -hmm. it took like a very specific angle and very direct sunlight for me to be like what is that well she's got so much hair Mm -hmm. like with my dogs it's easier to find because i find a lump and bump on my dogs the second it's it appears because i'm like constantly like in my mouth i'm just Mm -hmm. sucking on these dogs all day (laughs) um but i also like give them baths twice a week Mm -hmm. so and they have like short hair and then I have some exciting expanding our family news. This guy. 
You know we've been manifesting. For... You you don't call it manifesting. No. You're shopping for no manifesting. What? Okay. I'm manifesting alpacas into our life. You don't have to manifest something you can go out I and get. I feel like I do because I've researched up and down. I have friends in the neighborhood who have alpacas. Yes. And she has been helping me search uh, for alpacas as well. Who's uh, the friend in the neighborhood? Well, we've become friends because she has alpacas. Oh, so you're and using her. It's no, transactional. No, no. She was walking past. <laughs> no, no, no. no, she was walking past with her dogs and she said hi to me. Uh-huh. And then I, she was the one that had mentioned she had alpacas. And then oh. we've kind of created a relationship from there. Yeah. And so she's kind of forwarded me all the Facebook groups of like rehoming alpacas in Colorado. Oh, you're going to rehome an alpaca? Well, with alpacas, they're livestock and they're herd animals. So they're, you need to get at least three. And so are you rehoming three alpacas? Uh, more like seven. Shut the fuck up, Ryland. I thought one was too many. You're not rehoming you seven alpacas. You, you can't, can't have, have seven. Ju- Lizzie. Hold on. Hold on. No, I have questions. Have these seven been together? The- seven so, alpacas, yeah. motherfucker. That's a lot of alpacas. That's a pack. I'm still manifesting to an extent. What's going on is that a family. I like faint. A family is selling their house and they're moving states and where they're going, there isn't room for them. So I kind of maneuvered my way into the situation and said like, hey, if this works out, I want to get in here stat. And so we've been in like constant communication with them. They've checked out our barn. They've and like we've been over there multiple times. And so it is contingent upon their house. If you don't name one of them, Lizzie, I will be so fucking offended. (laughs) And I'm not even joking. I'm not naming one Ryland. Why would you? That's your name. Because what? Name one Lizzie. Why would I name one you Lizzie? You name one Lizzie. For well, that time you gave Chris my couch. None of them. You fucking name one Lizzie for my couch. None of them are children. Justice for Lizzie. I don't even know if we can Lipstick rename. Lipstick teeth. I don't even know if we can rename them. And this is still like what are high hopes. I mean, there's seven of them. I don't know. You don't even names. know their names. It's seven alpaca. But the thing is like at first, so it's two families, um, but they've been together for their whole life. So she was like, if you absolutely had to, you could do like the set of three or the set of four, but they've been together forever. And they're, she's like, honestly, going from four to seven with this type of animal isn't much different. Like the vet, she's like in the five years, five or so years that she's had them, the vets only come once. And that's when one of them got pregnant. They're trying to get her pregnant for their own. They wanted a pet of another one. They don't like breed them or anything. Yeah. It was for themselves. Um, and she was like, and it was $30 for an ultrasound. And other than that, they're like cats in the sense that they poop. All of them make a poop pile and they all poop on the same pile. What are you going to do with that pile? It actually their, their poop doesn't smell. Okay, like we like, standing... do they eat their own poop and then poop it again so you don't even have to feed them? No. What are you going to do with the poop pile, you, dude? You scoop seven... up the poop pile for a month or two and then you have a truck that does that come pick it up. And then they eat natural Where... grass and hay and you have to have water for them. So they're... How the, much hay does seven like alpacas the most eat? Low... She feeds them a third of a hay barrel every day for all three. And she said like with our, our fenced in barn area has really a uh, pretty grown in pasture right now before it like dies for the winter. Mm-hmm. She was like, if they do come here before winter, this is what they'll eat until winter. Like you should give them some hay just as an option, but that's what they will feed on. And so we've done a lot of research. It's not like, can uh, you tell the difference between them? What do you mean? Like, can you tell the, like, are they distinct? Yeah. They're all a little different variation of color. Do you have a favorite one? Uh, Yeah. Ziva. Ziva. She's brown with mm-hmm. like beautiful white spots and uh-huh. she's like permanently smiling. Cute. She's so, she was the one that we like gravitated towards. Can you hug them? So they're not like 
social social animals but they have like these ones have become uh more so people so like they don't need people to exist they're livestock what do they sound like um i mean they don't really make noises unless they feel threatened do they go ah! not really if you piss them off they'll spit at you but that you have to be like really pissing them off okay. for them to want to spit but at what you do they sound spit. like nothing really unless they're unless she said when they feel threatened uh -huh. they'll like make a noise and then she said that's why seven's good because especially if something were to ever like come towards them she said their defense mechanism is all seven kind of like run in a herd fast together and it will like deter off and they'll make like weird noises and she's like if you hear them making weird noises they're kind of warning you as well that something's around so you should go out and check Could we like call her and get her to make the noise on the podcast oh for us God. i need to know what that noise is and they're so cute we've been doing re like we fenced in our barn like seven months ago in anticipation for this and right. she came over and she told us how we would utilize our barn to do this i've been to her house multiple times to learn how she does the day-to-day mm -hmm. -day with them so it's not like this like woo like all of the sudden we're trying to do this and i and outside of this group no you guys have been talking about this for from, years i've been like with the other neighbor that has alpacas i've been trying to learn from a lot as well mm -hmm. and they're giving us all their contacts in terms of like the the vets the people that have trailers if they ever had to move so you would walk through an army of alpaca to get to the guest house no, it's fenced in around the barn. But wouldn't they live inside the barn during winter? It's the barn's very sectioned off inside because mm -hmm. it was built for animals, the downstairs. So mm -hmm. there's stalls. Right. And so like the front half, they wouldn't have access to unless I left their, the doors open. That'd be pretty fun, though. It would be pretty fun. And she said they're very curious. She They have like a utility shed that's like this very massive shed that's like a work room and a storage room. And he's like, if I'm working in there, I'll leave my doors open and they'll wander in and hang out with me while i'm working Wait, that's so cute she said they're like very curious and also very sketched out at the same time like i love the idea of alpacas just free like free range alpacas coming in and like to you guys editing like what is going on in here well that's what shane said we have like that farm door back there he's yeah. like we could open the farm door and have their little treats and they can i be love their that head great idea um, so we're very excited if this doesn't work out we're still obviously on the search to rehome some alpacas but what i like about this is they're all a family they've all been together yeah. pretty much their entire life and what's their lifespan 25 years oh i'm and so jealous these ones um vary from well the baby's just one years old most of them are you under have a 10. baby yes most so of you them could are name the baby 10. lizzie and then the oldest one is like 14 you could name the baby lizzie we'll see what's I, the baby we name? haven't decided if we'll rename the alpacas what's the baby's yet. name uh i don't i could it's on my phone i have a picture of them but it's on my phone that can I'm you using. show me no um, you can't get I it can't. it's fine they're so cute. Will you show me when we we're done recording? Them so much. Yeah, uh, I'm really hoping it happens because the thing is, if they sold, they were giving the option to whoever bought the house to also have first dibs on the alpaca. Oh. You know. Yeah. Um, but the people that are thinking about their house right now actually already have donkeys, so they didn't want the alpacas. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. I also think it's how <laughs> the hair flip over alpacas is so weird and funny. <laughs> um, I think it's crazy that your neighbors don't. I mean, look at we're we're crazy people. We already have a fake alpaca made of alpaca fur. You don't in front need of to us. convince me you're we a have, crazy person. We have the I alpaca know statue you're a crazy outside. Person. <laughs> Whenever the Uber pulls up, I'm like, it's that house with the dinosaur and the alpaca. And now scarecrow. No, and that's yeah. And seven alpaca soon. Jesus, none Three of dogs which, and a cat. None of which will be named Lizzie. We don't. Uh, it's so demanding. Is it demanding? 
Well, I hope it happens for us. <laughs> we have been like I've been documenting the process like in real time on the, a vlog, hoping that it comes to fruition. Like I'll be so bummed out now if it doesn't yeah. work, and I have all this footage where I'm like so excited about the alpacas. Yeah, because my heart's dead set on them. I get it. So they're awesome. Wow, they're awesome. Oh wow! Oh, totally, totally freak me out. I mean, right on. We all have so much to take care of, and I know your to-do list is endless. But the last thing a lot of us ever get to is taking care of ourselves, and that's why I love that today's podcast is sponsored by Calm. With Calm, you can prioritize your most important to-do, which is taking time for yourself each day. I love partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. You can reduce your stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for both children and adults. There's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. If you go to calm.com sip, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription where new content is added every week. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. I personally notice that if I don't take time for myself daily, I start to slip in the mid-afternoon, I'm more irritable, I'm more cranky, and I just find myself in negative thought patterns. Whereas if I remember to meditate or check in on how I'm feeling, that almost never happens. And that's why I love to use Calm. I love to jumpstart a day with a 10 to 12 minute meditation. And with Calm, you can do just that. For our listeners, Calm is offering an exclusive 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash sip. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash sip for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash sip. There's nothing I love more than saving money when I'm shopping online. And that is why I'm so excited that Honey is sponsoring today's episode. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. And when you click checkout, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons and wait a few seconds and watch as your prices drop. Recently, I was doing a big restock on coffee. I was buying in bulk. I was spending about $70. And when I went to check out, Honey appeared and saved the day by saving me $11.13. What I love about Honey is it doesn't just work on your desktop. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari, on your phone, and save on the go. I couldn't say enough good things about Honey. If you're going to shop online, you might as well find additional savings for free. If you don't already have it, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you're not only doing yourself a solid, but also supporting our show. We'd never recommend something we don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com sip. That's joinhoney.com sip. Oh, I wanted to address two things before we move on. Fine. One, I, I want to address people, two things. <laughs> I see a lot of people asking about Chris. Chris is not not on the show. It's just like when he's also on Shane's show, he flies out here once a month for that. And then he's already also very booked outside of traveling. Yeah. So to come here and film episodes, it's, it's like most of the time a couple of days that he would have to be available. And so when we go to California, I think it will be much more streamlined in that the three of us will be together mm -hmm. again because I don't like to piggyback are recording episodes on the same it's trip exhausting. as Shane's because I don't want to film like two Shane episodes and then do two of our episodes because yeah. I want to give the best to everyone yeah and I don't want to be drained after filming I don't want to film five podcast episodes in the span of like three or four days it's, it's too, too much. much yeah 
We want to be fresh and fun. And mm-hmm. then the second is, are we celebrating Halloween and are we celebrating on the podcast? Yes. And yes. Okay. What are, have you thought about what we're going to be? I thought about it at lunch today, but you wouldn't let me tell you. Well, what is it going to be? I don't want to say it until we do well, it. Well, sometimes some of your ideas for Halloween are like a hard no for me, even when you're sold on them a hundred percent. Do you want me to try and whisper it in your ear? Yeah. Okay. Take your headphone off. Oh. Good, huh? But your foot, hold on to your I, I think I know. You think swapped. Yeah. From the norm. Yeah. I'm into, actually, I like that because the transformation good, huh? for you is epic. Hysterical. How are you going to pull that off? I'm a magical witch. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking about the head situation. I just spit on myself. Yeah. I think it's, that's good. We need to start planning now, though. Ow! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we have to start planning right now. Like not me saying I'm a magical witch and decking myself in the mouth with the microphone. Sorry. Sorry for party rocking. I guess we'll talk about owls and possums later. No, right? I want to say something. Uh, whoa. <laughs> I'm low-key belligerent right now. I'm losing it. <laughs> Okay, what's going on? <laughs> no, talk about talk about opossums. I don't have nothing to say about them. You don't have nothing <laughs> to say about them? So there was an opossum in my backyard that looks like fucking Ryland Adams, dude. That is the most offensive thing I've ever heard in my you life. You saw that opossum. She sends me a picture and she goes, <laughs> it looks just, or it's, I think it was a video. And at the very end of the video, I felt like it was almost a test to make sure that I watched your uh, text <laughs> videos all the way through to see if I would comment on you saying no, like, it looks like Ryland Adams at the very end of like a 38 minute video, because this is what you do. <laughs> Lizzie will like the other day she sent me a video of her and Bubs at the mall. But he this love, is the motherfucker angle. loves the mall. So Lizzie like cute right like she sends me a picture of her and Bubs walking through the mall but it never ends. Like no it's it long as fuck because he's just beaming and having like the best time. From one door of the mall to the door on the opposite end like a three minute clip of nothing but Lizzie walking her dog in the mall and I was like is there any like couldn't you just give me the 10 second version? No. Okay. So you think this possum looks like me? Yeah. What do possums do? I don't think they do much. They're climbers. They're they chill. Go through the trash. Probably. Hmm. Probably. And then the other thing that kind of scared me is last time you were here, we were. Oh, I told you we were walking the dogs, and there was an owl in a tree watching us, uh, and I said, "Watch your fucking back," because well, that owl. Like, was... Yo, I'll scare the fuck and out I of me, bro. Didn't, I didn't see it. And then I looked up and I don't know how you saw it because it was very camouflaged yeah, into the tree, but it was on a low branch. Because right I'm a next woman and street. I have to be hyper aware of my surroundings because I could be snatched and brutalized at any moment in time. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. No, I'm not. So no one wants to snatch or brutalize the... me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you want it. No, I don't. <laughs> like I wish if only one um, I'm manifest. No, I'm no. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Take it back. Take I it back. It. Whenever we talk about shit on this podcast, it happens. I'm, that was me cleaning it off. <laughs> that was me striking the record of. My- but then, since we saw that owl, I've heard numerous stories of people being attacked by owls. I told you, I bitch. guess owls like to attack yes, people. It's crazy. And they go for the a juggler and yeah. the eyes. Yeah. Why do they want I people's don't know. faces? It's fucked. It's fucked. I don't know. I just see it everywhere. <laughs> I don't understand it. But they're talons and they're so strong. They can like scalp a bitch. Get out of here. Yeah, they'll grab a bitch's weave real quick. I just don't find it necessary. Like, go get, some, go get what you actually want. Go get some mice, you weird fuck. Get a very, snake. It was very regal and pretty, though. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. I it's... looked up and I was like, ooh, it's like scary, no, but it's so beautiful. It's but ominous majestic. and threatening. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay. Makes me scared to think about. I wanted to make an announcement on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome to. Thank you. So <laughs> I think that we do, a, we spend a lot of time on this podcast shitting on our husbands. Uh huh. And I wanted to tell everybody that I got home yes or not. Yeah, yesterday. Jesus, time is really crazy lately. <laughs> I got home yesterday and guess what my husband had done? What? Steamed the carpets. You're kidding me. I'm not. Shh. I was like, who is she? What did you do wrong? You better have blowed him. Blown him. I think that's the equivalent of like what that's worth. If I came home, I bought a steamer the other day because when Riley was a puppy, she had mm -hmm. made stains on the carpet that I haven't been able to get out. Mm -hmm. So I ordered one on Amazon. If I got home and saw that Shane had unboxed that and done it himself, yeah. I would get on my fucking knees and give him two blowjobs in a row. Whoa. Thank God Joe doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I hope Shane does, and he does that. Right? I'll pay you in that way. Wow. Okay. Yeah, can you believe That's very that? nice. No, we love our husbands. And Joe bought the steamer himself after I asked him to 20 That's million times. That's three blowjobs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then just now, when I landed at Denver Airport, I called him, and he's like, oh, I just steamed under the ottoman, too. Seems like he's addicted. He's a little steam fiend. Well, <laughs> send him over here. Okay. Come on, Joe. Come on out, Joe. When we do the movie out here, he'll steam your carpets. Okay. I love him. He's so cute lately. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Let's get into the... Whoa. Let's get into some... Advice, though! Do you want to read? <laughs> I'm blocked out right now. I'll read. No, I'll do it. Okay. How many Diet Cokes did I have at lunch? Probably. He just... That, I, he's like, he knew... He, it's like he heard me here before we left because I was like, I'm going to need seven Diet Cokes. I might have had seven Diet Cokes. He was top tier at his job. He really was. He was on top of it. Even like when you were just close to a, at the end of your Diet Coke, it was like, whoosh. yeah, he didn't even take the previous no. glass. He just swapped them out. Yeah. Stealthy. One funny. Yeah. Didn't stay too long. One complaint. Oh, but that wasn't his fault. You asked the other woman for aid one. No, that's not my complaint. Oh, I asked for a trio sampler. Oh, Lizzie asked for the impossible. Ugh. You did. She goes, no, this is Lizzie at the restaurant. So everything does look good. She goes, okay, I just don't know between. And then she listed 10 items. And no, I was like, was Lizzie, he, he cannot tell you. It was three items. And then he goes, oh, I don't, I don't know. how. No, I told, I was three items. I said, I, I, what's the deal with these breakfast tacos, the poutine and the hash. And he goes, they're all very good. Everything here is very good. I was like, I know, motherfucker, but like, which one? Or can you get me a trio sampler? He said, I could ask. And I was like, please do. And he acted like that was all a joke. It was not a joke. He didn't deliver on that. He did not deliver on that. Although I do think that's outside of him. I don't give a fuck. I've worked with many chefs at many restaurants, and none of them really want to do anything that you ask them. <laughs> all right. That's fair. Okay. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay. All right. Civilized. I'm being civilized. Uh, yeah. I had to take a deep breath because I'm a little bit off the rails. Sometimes I just like lose control of myself and it's just want, I just want to get crazy. I hear you. The last time we were trying to be serious, I like had nightmares for a week that I couldn't get there because I was too caffeinated. It, wow. Oh. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Okay. Hi, Lizzie and Ryland. In my first year of uni, I'm in my first year of uni and I've been seriously struggling, struggling with self-discipline. About a year ago, I was in a deep and dark place that's now made me a master of procrastination and overall laziness despite being less dis 
depressed now. Prior to this, I was very disciplined and had proper routines that got me top grades and stable mental health. People always preach being kind to yourself, which is what I did, but I've gotten too deep into self-kindness that I now give myself too many tickets, allowing myself to rot in bed all day, Mm. uh, all, all day long complaining that I need to rest and honestly I kind of do but not the amount of resting ever reaches uh, no amount of resting ever recharges my batteries I feel as though Ryland seriously has his shit together that's not true and I'd love to hear how he does it I feel like I am pretty productive though like in yeah, my days you're a productive maniac <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding no I think this is a really great question a very good submission because I do think we're in an era where we're what's being preached upon ourselves is to give ourselves kindness and grace to not feel the pressure to get everything done and to be a superhero but like where does that line end yeah i think that there also needs to be a rearticulation of what pressure is because i think sometimes we allow everything to be pressure and it's not pressure at all What, what do you mean i think that we've become a little bit sensitive like coming out of the pandemic everyone's like be easy on yourself be kind to yourself it's like guys the reality of the situation was we got two years off right i mean and not i spent a majority of my time staying up till four o'clock in the morning watching prepper reality tv shows and sleeping yeah you know what i mean and i know this isn't a blanket statement because like obviously if you have a mental disease or if you struggle clinically with depression like i'm not talking to that specifically but what i am saying is i am frequently preaching like uh maintaining happiness is hard work because you Mm -hmm. have to implement routines like do i want to wake my ass up and go work out no but i know that if i don't at around 3 p.m more depressive thoughts than normal normal creep Creep in in. so like yeah if i don't follow a strict routine i find myself more depressive the more depressive you are the more you're inclined to lay on your couch and watch tv and try to get like dopamine from things that don't actually Mm -hmm. give you dopamine even when i find myself scrolling on social media for longer than i should it's like this is like without me even realizing it it's bringing me down and down and down Mm -hmm. when i could be out being productive finding something creative for myself and productivity does not for sorry i'm struggling here but the idea is it's for me it's like a chicken and an egg conversation like what came first and it's like yes i do think it's toxic to believe that productivity is the uh is a quantifiable source of your worth yes but i you and i don't be, and i don't think that that's true that's not what i'm saying productive but I, in your creativity though in, in like right what i'm saying is i think being a person believing that you are worth the time investment of ensuring you feel well is what you need to train your brain to believe it's not right. oh i have to do this thing it's oh i get to do this thing for myself I get to brush my teeth because it's something that makes me feel better about myself. I get to make my bed when I wake up in the morning because when I come home from work, it makes me feel better to see my room put together. And that's what I mean. Prioritizing the things that will make you live a happier, more productive life Mm -hmm. in whatever you choose that to be. And reframing it from the pressure of the world, putting work upon your shoulders to the privilege of treating yourself well. Yeah. The way you deserve to be treated because I think a lot of times like the procrastination monster is telling you fuck you you don't deserve mental peace 
And that's why I'm yeah. going to push you to the brink of your deadline because that causes anxiety for you and then forces you into this toxic sleepless night where you try to finish everything really quickly and just get it done half-assed and then you're not proud of your work. You're tired and you're tired and you're shame spiraling. So you do it again and again because you can't get out of this hole. And this is going to be sound really fucking... Well, I think she's on the opposite end of that right now. <clears throat> Like she's she's saying that she is not enacting anything that's making her do healthy habit things. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you get sucked into the, like ma doing one unhealthy thing. It's like what you said sucks you into a spiral of doing many unhealthy things. Right. And my my whole thing that's kind of annoying is just do it. And I would say building a habit takes time. It's proven that and it you, takes time. But you just have to do it. And I would start with maybe one or two or three things that you implement in your everyday life. Say, if I did these three things every day, that is a step forward in a healthy direction for me to do whatever it is I want to do in a better state of mind. Yeah. And so I would choose like, I'm not going to get on the couch or on Instagram until after 1 PM. Mm -hmm. I'm not going, I'm going to like brush my teeth and make sure I go on a 30 minute walk every day mm -hmm. and do those three things for a week. And once those become a routine habit in your life, add a couple more. And yeah. then I think I'm a big believer in like planting a seed today for it to grow tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't feel the immediate result, just keep write going. it down put it in front of you have a goal start slow you don't need mm -hmm. to like conquer the whole world today it's just for today but implement one two three things yeah. and start going because i do think like uh, there is like a generation that is saying like being lazy is okay that is a thing yeah but then there's on the flip side of that we were in a pandemic where everyone was forced into a more relaxed mm -hmm. more isolated and, lazy environment and so, even though it's relaxed and isolated it was mentally stressful because every day is a new pummeling of we're fucked we're fucked we're well, fucked, that's what we're I'm fucked. Saying. she doesn't fully yeah. have to blame herself for no. getting to this point no but i think you are responsible for getting out of it yeah and you can save yourself yeah and i know i really i know it sounds annoying but you just have to take that first step and write it down pick a few things write it down put it yeah. somewhere that you can't ignore it every day and stick to it my things are i do a uh I work my body so that I sleep and I sleep better at night when I work my body out pretty harshly mm -hmm. for an hour. Not harshly, but like I do a good workout for an hour. I work my mind out for at least an hour, which means I think of like uh, it's a version of meditation. I share what I'm feeling. I read uh, spiritually connected materials and I interact with spiritually connected people. Yeah. I will um and then I brush my teeth and I make my bed. I yeah. brush my teeth twice a day and I make my bed. Big priorities for me are sleep. I feel like I am so much more myself. I feel better if I sleep. So I really do prioritize eight hours of sleep. Um some sort of meditation or something for my mind. If it's not meditation, it's yoga, something for my body. And I do like to try to get something work related done. Mm -hmm. And then that allows me in my time off to feel that I'm rewarded in being able to sit on the couch for three yeah. hours and not feel guilty about it. And a big thing for work for me is I literally just have to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can start. I'm ADHD insane. I am out of fucking control and it takes everything within me to stay focused on something. But all I have now is this mantra in my head of just do it. Yeah. Nope. Just do it, Lizzie. Like I'll find myself straying and picking up my phone and be like, nope, putting it down. Just have to do it from 11 to 4 p.m. I just have to do it. Yeah. And then with my vlogs, it's like I just have to do it till it's done. But right. It is what it is. All right. I love that question. Yeah, me too.
Um, I think it starts at the top. Hey, Lizzie and Raylan, I hope this message finds you well. I know Lizzie has touched on this topic in other podcast episodes and her vlog, but I wanted to ask, how do you convince, convince yourself you are worthy of a good life? Ever since I can remember, I've hated everything about myself, no matter what I achieve, do, or change. That worthless feeling is always with me, i.e. in May I graduated law school. Oh, congratulations, dude. That's wow. a huge fucking feat. And yet I still couldn't hate myself more. It is starting to feel like lo a losing fight and I'm lost on how to change my brain. Thank you guys for reading. I love you both so much and thank you for weekly serotonin with love well first of all what a great accomplishment yeah and if you're not feeling satisfied or accomplished in that i would encourage you to explore hobbies that bring you strict joy yeah i mean but beyond that it's really really hard to rewire your brain to convince yourself that you're worthy of love specifically from yourself and I have this problem like I was born hating myself I hated this life I hated myself and I hated anybody who deserved who felt they deserved to be loved right because I was like if I'm not worthy of love nobody fucking is and you need to earn it like love is all conditional and that's not true but it takes for me it took a community of people who said things to me like we will love you until you love yourself and I was like okay you fucking weirdo and then it's like oh my god yeah I love myself you know and if this is uh if this has to do with your upbringing if you've realized it or not maybe like you didn't get that encouragement from your parents like lizzie saying she found that somewhere i think in your chosen family you also need to find people that support and accept you yeah oh we gotta stop so what i'm starting to realize like on this like progressive like spiritual journey is like i did not learn the tools to love myself growing up so I have to learn them now as an adult and in order to do that it's like when something has to shed its skin to grow new skin mm -hmm. I have to completely drop everything that I believe to be true about existing on this earth as a human being and learn an entire new set of I had to build a whole new skin in order to love myself now and the way that you do that is you don't you don't you have to admit that you know nothing and then you have to embrace taking certain steps in the right direction and just yeah. trusting that they're going to lead to a change and spiritual steps lead to spiritual changes so it just takes it's like what we were talking about in the initial in the first advice question mm -hmm. you just have to st start with one thing today i'm gonna stop the negative self-talk when i wake up in the morning i'm going to say five really fucking true nice things about myself and they can be asinine or they can be deep as fuck but the first of which is you know i am a good person i deserve to be loved you say that to yourself every morning when you wake up. I used to keep a picture of my, myself as a 13-year-old on my door with a post-it note that says, she deserves to be loved. Look at yourself as the child, as a child, and it's really hard to not love a child. Right. And, and start to love yourself as if you are that child. Re, like re-raise yourself with the understanding yeah. that you are here for a reason. 
and every single person on this earth deserves to be loved. Yeah. And that is a fact. Every single one, even the fucking worst of us, deserves to be loved. And you can fight me on that all you want, but I honestly think it's true. And it's much easier to go through this life loving people rather than hating yeah, them. I think most people that are being real assholes are people that need love the most. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, approaching those kinds of people with compassion and love is good. I can't specifically speak to this overall feeling, but what you said rings a note with me in like even relationships in general. Like if you really want to start anew with somebody that means a lot to you, but you feel has done you dirty, it is almost, you have to reach this point with anything. If it's a friendship, if it's yourself where you're saying like, okay, everything that has happened, I'm going to put aside and build anew. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're not able to reach that or the tools that you need to start over yourself, I think a therapist is Ob yeah. is honestly a very good I could, option to guide you yeah. in the right direction. I could not have done it without the support of the community that I've joined yeah. and that I identify with. And it's, you know, I didn't buy it for the longest time. I'm like, all right, you guys are fucking stupid. You're weird. I don't know what this means. When you tell me to fake it till I make it, that sounds toxic to me because these are my set ideals. But I'm so fucking desperate. I'm so desperate. I will do exactly what you're telling me to do because I'm out of I'm out of my own ideas. And you're, yeah, and the, it, living and like that is no longer an option. And then eventually... I'm sitting in a room and I have an old toxic thought like, fuck you. You don't deserve happiness. And then another voice is like, shut the fuck up. Yes, I do. And I was like, who was that? <laughs> who said that? <laughs> but the point being is if you start with one baby step at a time and can, you can drop these self-loathing thoughts, you can. And I, it's, it's like magic. And I know like. But you got to work on it. Mine's less. Um, poignant, but I do think building the relationships around you that are also encouraging yes. of that is also very important it's because very if important. you're doing this work and then you have people around you that constantly are making you feel small, mm -hmm. it's just not ever going to work out. And that's the other thing that's like, people will say this to you and you don't believe it, but it's like the second you start loving yourself and treating yourself as a, like with self-respect, the people that hurt you and diminish you and keep you small in a dark corner can't be around you anymore no they leave they exit the second you're like actually i'm gonna i'm once gonna have a little self-esteem today yeah once you demand of what yeah. you want of yourself yeah you're gonna attract that into your life and demanding doesn't even mean you say like listen bitch this is how i demand to be treated no. it's like you just start acting with self-esteem doing esteemable acts yeah, the next time somebody really fucks you over yeah. you're just not gonna fuck with it, it you just mean you walk have to away act out. it's no. just like yeah that's not i don't do this yeah. this isn't what i tolerate and then they get tired of being around you because they're not able to feed off of you anymore mm. so yeah you do it because you deserve it and even if you don't believe that i do i and believe you eventually that. will too and we we both are here saying that we love you and we will love you until you love yourself. So don't fucking forget that you're you're literally worth it. Every single one of you, every single one of us is worthy of love. Mm. And it's Amen, unconditional sister. and it's not transactional. You just deserve to be loved. Period. There is no fucking prelog or epilogue. Yeah. Or fine print. Well, I think we have to go. Oh, you're, I have to. Yeah, I definitely like your, have to go. Your flight is leaving. I've got to so, go. So <laughs> uh, next week we have uh, our advice segment. Our submissions are both "Am I the asshole?" So it's like Thank an God. "Am I the asshole?" version of advice, though. Okay. Um. So it's going to be very fun. Uh. We'll see you next week. And if you want to follow us on social media, we're at the Sip Official. We're also on there personally. Lizzie has a vlog channel where she posts every single Tuesday. Go show her, go show her some support. Like the video, comment. So you know it gets pushed around more and more and more. 
more. Uh, 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 um, we love you so much. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. And, and that's, that's the sip. sip. <sighs> How did you like that one? Loved it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>